This episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped is a premier male grooming company with the star Lawnmower 3.0, and we want to be able to share the savings with you, our awesome listeners. Use the promo code BLUECHIP to get 20% off your next order. Don't let your balls down. Get the Lawnmower 3.0. Your balls will thank you. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Big Shots NFL Draft Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Renition, joined as always by my colleague over at Blue Chip Scouting, Devin Jackson. Devin, how are you today? Doing pretty good, man. It's been been a little bit since we uh, last recorded, but uh, yeah, it's been about a week and a half. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been a while. Uh, and there's there's good reason for that. First of all, um, Devin was out of town this time last week. And when I went to record on my own on Thursday, everything seemed grand. I had a lovely, like, 25-minute, 30-minute podcast up. And then the NFL just decided to trade everyone. Like, just everyone got traded. Um, Devontae Adams had been traded. I think Deshaun Watson got traded on the Friday. So there was genuinely no point in releasing that episode. So I made a business decision to just pretend it never happened. So Devin and I are going to talk about all of the trades, all of them. I think we talked, we left off with um, (laughs) the last time we had talked was the Wentz trade and the, the Wentz trade, the Mac trade and the Wilson trade. That was it. Yep. It's been uh, just absolutely insanity uh, in terms of trading wise. Have so had multiple did, uh, top receivers traded, quarterbacks. We'll get to that. I did a breakdown of every trade that has happened thus far that came out on Monday. When did Matt Ryan get traded? Monday, Monday probably. Yeah, I think Monday. And then we're recording this Wednesday night right after um, more trades happen. We'll get to that one in a minute. So there is an article up on Blue Chip Scouting. I am just updating that document every time that there's a trade because there is no point trying to make another article because by the time that you're done that, there's probably going to be another trade. I can't remember there being a, uh, an offseason where there were this many high-profile trades. I mean. For God's sake, do you remember a couple years ago when Jimmy Graham being traded was the top, you know, uh, trade that offseason? That wouldn't even get news coverage nowadays. Oh, that would have been like, oh, okay, whatever. (laughs) Doesn't matter. So, if we're leaving off from the Russell Wilson trade, let's talk about Cleveland with the trade that didn't anger all of Twitter. And that was them acquiring Amari Cooper. Now, it angered Cowboys Twitter, which is all that matters because Cowboys fans crying makes me happy. Uh, (laughs) You're probably going to get fired, so. (laughs) Browning, I love you. You know that. Um, Yeah, this was a bad trade for for Dallas. Uh, They swapped sixth-round picks, and they got a fifth. For a player, they paid $20 million a year and traded a first four. And then uh, 
you know what made it worse is it's not even that he, he got traded it's just the lack of assets they recoup because then yeah. adams got traded and it was a, a little bit of a haul for the Raiders, and then obviously earlier today tyreek hill got trained just a re- ridiculous amount of picks getting sent for him but like i said we're gonna talk about that in a minute but Devin, was, if, you was, to, if you had to grade this trade for each team what would you give a D for Dallas and probably a B minus for Cleveland. I give it an A plus for, for Cleveland, all things considered, because of the value. They got him for a fifth and then they swapped sixth. I mean, I, I think the value is there. I think it's just about how available is he going to be because he, he's, he's dealt with some injuries over the years. So I think that's kind of what take this value a little bit and just the fact that the Cowboys made it so public that they're, they want to move on from him. So I, I give it a B minus only because I think, I think it's a need for Cleveland, but I, I don't know if he's going to be that splash guy, but obviously we, we know what happened uh, almost a week later. So. And um, that, then we have the one that happened, like, with – I'm not even kidding, Devin. Like, an hour after I stopped recording, this one happened. Uh, this was Devontae Adams going to Vegas for the first and second-round picks of the Raiders this year. Um, this one makes no sense to me because – on multiple levels. Because Aaron Rodgers re-signs for the richest contract in NFL history. Apparently knowing that his only receiving option is no longer going to be there. So why did Rodgers do this? If you were going to trade Devontae Adams, why didn't you invest in the wide receiver position at any point in the last four years? What are we doing, Green Bay? By the way, uh, for Green Bay, this is a C- minus because it doesn't make any sense. At least you're going to have to draft uh, wide receivers this year. I mean, they kind of have no choice. (laughs) I don't think they have one on the roster. Yeah, I mean they they have some guys, but it's not any, anybody that's going to be a huge difference maker. I mean, also Vegas gets a, a receiver that Carr has familiarity with. They both were at Fresno State. This makes a lot of sense. They're both real good friends. Yeah, I gave this an A for Vegas. Yeah, A for Vegas, a, a C C minus for the Green Bay. I mean, at least you get some capital, but it just doesn't make sense when you bring back a guy that was supposed supposedly leaving. And I mean, with him in the fold, they're going to be a contender in NFC. You trade away his best receiver, that the only one he trusts. I mean, that I, I just don't get the, it. The NFC North does not matter this year. Uh, it does not. No, I mean, <laughs> at this point, I would not be surprised to see the Vikings slip into a division championship. So, at six and ten, or six and eleven, or stupid seventeen games. I don't, th- I don't think the Packers are going to be that bad, but they're definitely not going to be a top seed. Uh Devin, I hate this next trade. I hate everything about this next trade. (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't a glitch. Devin could hear me. I was waiting for him to actually respond, but no, he just decided to stare at me. I think we both, I think that silence spoke loud enough. How we feel about the next trade. Okay. let's talk about this and I'm going to try and I wrote like 800 words on this trade 
genuinely, I wrote like 800 words on this trade. There is so much about this trade that is just beyond, Devin, you're going to have to make this an explicit podcast, beyond fucked up that just, I don't know. Okay. Okay. Hang on. So you trade a first, a fourth this year, a first next year, a uh, third next year, a third, sorry, a first in 2024, a fourth in 2024. For a guy that has not played since January of 2021, meaning that by week one of this upcoming season, it will have been 18 months since he's taken the field. Sorry, correction, 20 months since he had taken the field. My apologies. I'm giving him too much credit. I noticed I made a mistake in that article. 20 months. 20. Fuck, 20. And that's even if he's available for the team, which given the contract you gave him, where it's like $750,000 as a base salary and the rest is all roster bonuses and playtime bonuses, meaning you know he's going to be suspended. On top of all of that, 2023 is realistically when he's going to see the field. What are you going to do in the meantime? It sure as hell is not going to be Baker Mayfield. You done pissed off Baker. And Baker is going to be the first one to tell you that he's pissed off. He requests the trade, and you looked at him and went, no, we don't want you, but you cannot leave us. What are we doing here? What are, so there's that. There's that, which is already really gross on top of who they acquired. And then on top of all of that, well done Browns, here's your good job cake. You gave him the richest extension in the history of the league, fully guaranteed in spite of the fact he hasn't played a single snap on the extension that he just signed in 2021. That's just the football aspect of this. That's just the football aspect of this. Then there's the morality end of this. And if you want to call me a snowflake, you can go right ahead and click off. I don't care. I genuinely don't care. Take your, take your grammatically incorrect tweets somewhere else and to give them to someone who cares because it ain't this guy. He is being sued by enough people, Devin, to form a starting offense and defense. 22 people. Look, I mean, I, I'm just, just Cleveland, man. You, you cannot. They have, they have tried so hard to build credibility under this current staff, and and been trying to, uh, you know, find ways to to get out of the dark era that they had. And I mean, you make this move, it, it's basically a slap in the face to any woman you have associated to this team, any any woman that may be on staff for the organization. I mean, to, to waste that many assets on the guy that, like you said, is not may, going to play this year. Uh, just, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't really know how you can defend that. I don't even want to talk about the football side of things. Cause that, that really doesn't matter. In it doesn't matter because you talk about, you want an adult in the room and then you and then bring you... him on. Like, come on, man. That, 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 that's the worst part of this. We want an adult leading our team. We don't want the guy that's 
you know, married and settled down and sure a little immature and barks too much on Twitter. Let's get the guy that's being sued on 20 by 22 different people for sexual assault. That's what we consider an adult. That is horrifying. I mean, the, the other layer to the story that came out a couple of days later is that the Browns didn't even talk to his attorney. But they, but Devin, they put out a tweet saying they did all of their due diligence. I, I, if you're doing due diligence, you don't even talk to his attorney. I mean, <laughs> what, what due diligence are you doing? I, I, I genuinely don't know. Uh, by the way, this, uh, this, this trade for Houston is an A plus. Oh, absolutely. Because then, <laughs> because the fact is, what was originally reported, they actually got more. They got more. So I. Look, I mean, Houston, I'm glad he's off their hands. I'm happy. Get him out of town. We're done with him. uh, You know what? Hug a Browns fan with morality, man. I I will say, though, I'm very proud of the way that the Texans have handled it. They basically were like, you know what? He's not going to practice. He showed up to practice. He didn't show up, et cetera. They made sure to just move forward in, in this entire situation, try him to get him out of town since who what last summer and, and just continue to move forward. So, I mean, for the Texans, hopefully they draft well. They finally are, are getting things back to normal after losing uh, all those picks, those first round picks. Now they're, now they're good to go uh, for the future, but man, it, it's, it's tough Tough season it's to be a Browns fan. It's such a fan. gross thing to talk about. And and then At the end of the day, it's just gross. And then a two hundred thirty million guarantee. And I mean, my God, Mike. He got a pay raise, Devin. What message are you sending? With you know what? Let's let let m- moving on. Moving on. I'm done talking about this. Let's talk about the other Cleveland trade. They got a, they got a seventh rounder for for Case Keenum, man. <laughs> Got to recoup some of that value. Oh, man. Seven-rounder for Case Keenum is a steal. I'm just releasing him (laughs) and just sending him to the open market, man. You get a draft pick for him, that's (laughs) – congrats to you. Uh, Okay, this one stirred up some controversy on the timeline. Because I don't think people realize the logistics of it all. So Tennessee trades a 2023 sixth round pick for Robert Woods after releasing Julio Jones. First of all, we can officially grade the Julio Jones trade as like a D minus. It just never worked. It never worked. He never fit. He was never available. It was a mess. (laughs) I mean, tell me where I'm wrong in that statement. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Um, it never worked. So they 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 needed someone to be a, a, a competent number two to AJ Brown. Robert Woods has made his entire career off of being a competent number two. But people are like, oh my god! Like they only got a 2023 sixth round pick. The dude's coming off of an in season ending injury, and he's 31 years old. He's not exactly uh, the youngest guy in the crowd, but so like Tennessee nailed this because if 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 he if this doesn't work and you end up with another Julio Jones type where you traded something and it doesn't work, great, you gave up a sixth rounder in twenty twenty three. If he hits, you're a genius. As for LA, this is a salary dump. Yeah, I mean, they keep wanting to sign these big name guys, so they're just going to keep dumping. Uh 
players that help them get to the point they are. So <laughs> pissing out their fan base as a uh, <laughs> championship. So uh, then the Matt Ryan trade two years in the making. So Atlanta receives a 2022 third round pick and, <laughs> and a cap hit of $40 million. Okay. So, trade aside. What is Atlanta doing, man? What are they doing? Can, can you tell me what they're realistically doing right now? Anytime you can trade your franchise QB at a dead cap cost of $40 million, you have to do it, right? Or just play them another year. <laughs> but or, no, seriously. Or, seriously no, 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 no. Or why, why didn't you do this last year? When you trade Julio Jones, you were sellers at that point. You were not winning. You were not winning more than six or seven games. That was my thing. Like they traded, they traded Julio, and everyone was like, "Okay, so when's Matt Ryan getting dealt?" And they're like, "No, we're gonna win with Matt Ryan." I'm like, "Then why did you trade Julio Jones?" And then the number four overall pick, you take Kyle Pitts. You take a tight end when like Justin Fields was there. Or you could have traded up and gotten Zach Wilson or Trey Lance. Or you could have traded back, traded back and gotten Mac Jones. And now they have to settle for this 2022 class of quarterbacks. Well, no, because Falcons fans have told themselves that they don't need a quarterback now, man. They got Marcus Although, Mariota. Was he signed to a one-year deal? Yeah, he signed to a two-year deal. But they're like, oh, my God, we got our franchise. We got a quarterback for the future now with Marcus Mariota. First of all, Marcus Mariota is no, cannot be your, your, a brand-new franchise quarterback of the future because Marcus Mariota is 26 years old. Feels and, is like already he's 30. On his, and is already on, like, his third team. Feels like he's 30. But no, like, I mean, look, it's very rare that like quarterbacks... Like, the math, the timing, the return... All of this. This like is they not, got a third round pick for him. This is not the NBA. You cannot peak. You cannot all of a sudden get into your prime at 26 when you have never showed that in your career. This is not the NBA. <laughs> but but no, on serious note, I, I, I just realistically want to know what Atlanta's doing because, A, they spent a lot of capital on fixing the offensive line that still stinks. Two, they have kicked the tires on edge rushers, Thick Beasley. Dante Fowler Jr. and have gotten minimal returns on that. Uh, Deion Jones, I think, is maybe a cut for them. Like, what are they doing? You know, the A.J. Terrell was rumored to be possibly a part of a Watson deal to Atlanta. So it's like you missed out on Watson. You piss off your franchise quarterback. You trade him to the Colts, still take the cap hit. No, like that, that was the other thing. It was like, why are you doing this for a $40 million cap hit? I don't know, man. A- anyway, I, <laughs> Colts, so I, I give them, I, I give the Colts a B plus because the Colts, I'll tell you what, the Colts, people talk trash about uh, Ballard. He's going to kick the tires on the quarterback because he, he's done now with Phillip Rivers, Carson Wentz, and Matt Ryan back to back to back years. So, uh, I mean, Matt Ryan is now the fifth quarterback to start for the Colts since Andrew Luck retired in 2019. It, I mean, it just shows you how rare at it is to find a, point, a franchise quarterback. At some point, though, you need to find. You need to hope to God this is more than a one-year thing. The Colts you are going cannot, to have the quarterback still. You <laughs> cannot sorry. go like five straight years of one-year rentals. No, you can't. Because, honestly, they don't have the roster to win a Super Bowl. 
no, to me, to me, th- their situation, they're building like they're the 49ers. In my opinion, they they must feel like they can compete for a championship. I, I just don't oh. think they have it. But I gotta give them credit because they're 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 keep kicking the, the can down the road, but they're gonna have to address it at some point. I mean, the funny thing is just watching Falcons fans in their copium right now. It's just quite funny. Like, because, like, I'm genuinely seeing Falcons fans, like, excited about Marcus Mariota leading this offense. I'm like, first of all, you don't have a wide receiver one. And then second of all, you don't have a quarterback. And, and, and you really don't have that much of a running game either. Or all that much of an offensive line or a defense. And, like, I'm seeing, like, we could make the playoffs this year with Marcus Mariota. I'm like, Please direct me to your dealer because that is some strong stuff you have. Yeah, it, I, I, I'm just trying to get Devin to, to, to crack on camera again. And... <laughs> Moving on. Um, we're gonna talk about a free agent signing first that that, that hit your team directly, Devin. Um, Teron Armstead. First of all, like. Five for 75? That's a steal. That's it? That's a steal. Five for 75. How did Miami pull that off? Cap space. <laughs> New Orleans is still, they've been working so hard to no, get I under know it, that. But... No, I know. No, no, no. Like that, that, that's obvious. But how did you only get it for like $15 million a year? To me, if I'm the Bears, if I'm, I mean, even Cardinals, somebody, somebody out there could have, overpay for him and they would have been fine no no one would have blinked an eye like considering the Dolphins offensive line last year was just sieves just sieves as far as the eye could see to now have a starting a projected starting offensive line group of Teron Armstead Connor Williams Michael Dieter Robert Hunt Liam Eikenberg I'd say that's a pretty sizable upgrade like goodbye Austin Jackson it was nice your year and a half of bleh um God, that pick aged poorly by the end of like Roger Goodell uttering his name. I liked Austin Jackson that year. It was not the right situation for him. Austin Jackson was a fine pick in like the top 50 if you could sit him. But Miami could not sit him and needed to start him. And that aged like room temperature sushi. Well, that was Jalen Mayfield this year for the Falcons. I liked them, but they started him immediately, and it was it was a failed experiment. Yeah. I could have told you it was going to be failed from the start. As soon as and then, and then, and so, like they 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 had gone with the high upside guy, but the low the low floor guy, and then the next year they go, okay, well that failed. Let's try to get the high floor guy with the low ceiling, and Liam Eikenberg somehow managed to be even worse. Yeah. When, look, when you're throwing rookies out there and, immediately, it, it's, it's going to be a mixed bag. At some point, they brought in Greg Little, which, like, why not just add the ex, the <laughs> the pathetic cherry on top of the failure Sunday for your offensive line while we're at it? What on earth were the were the Dolphins doing? So yeah, you know what? Throw all of the money at Connor Williams and, and, and Teron Armstead. It could be a lot worse. It could be a lot worse than those two guys. And I'm pretty sure that they showed the absolute worst it can get. Yeah, it's about as bad as it can get for sure. And and then today they broke Twitter again, Devin. They broke Twitter. They they 
I still can't believe I'm about to say this. So Miami receives Tyreek Hill. And, <laughs> and um, they give up a first round pick this year, a second round pick this year. So they don't pick till 106. Uh, did you see the Kyle Krabs uh, tweet? Yep. The, the the first three the 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 first two days uh, mock draft for, uh, for the Dolphins and it was Troy Anderson and that was it. Big brand, <laughs> big brand. Uh, a fourth round pick this year, a fourth round pick next year, and a sixth round pick. So um, Miami gets an A. Uh, they now have Mike McDaniel and he can do crossing routes that involve both Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill, who run like four two something. Both of them have fun. Uh, by the way, New England's going to have a bitch of a time trying to do that without having either of their top corners from last year. <laughs> they got Malcolm Butler, though. So, Oh, boy. Is this 2015? Hey, he, might, he might make the, the interception to, to trim the lead at 34-7. to seven. <laughs> uh, And as for Kansas City, uh, I give this a C because I know that that they have to get the money off the books for Mahomes' like ginormous extension, which in the grand scheme of things, given how much it's a discount, <laughs> g- given how much uh, Aaron Rodgers is getting and uh, and name redacted signed for, um, yeah, that don't seem all that bad. It's actually spread out too over like ten years as opposed to four. Yeah, well, I mean. The Chiefs are, I think at this point, it's undoubtedly certain that the Chiefs are going to trade up and get a receiver in this class. I mean, they, they have, have to. to because, like, who else is playing wide receiver for them? I th- I'm i honestly convinced, like, sure, our friend Tyler Fornis said that, you know, oh, well, maybe the, the Chiefs are starting this new trend of trading a wide receiver for top value instead of paying them and blah, 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 blah. I think Tyreek Hill met Juju Smith-Schuster, saw that he was doing a TikTok dance with Jackson Mahomes, called up his agent, Drew Rosenhaus, and said, get me the hell out of here. Juju just catching straights, man. He's just having fun, dude. <laughs> He's just having fun. But no, I mean. But Jackson Mahomes is not allowed to have fun. We don't talk about him on this podcast because he's not <laughs> even on the football team. But anyway. Um, the the Chiefs they, they what have happens to when up. we haven't done a podcast in a week and a half? The Chiefs have to trade up and get a receiver, and they have the assets to do it. So I would not be surprised if they moved a couple picks, a couple day two picks, get up, get their guy. I just pray to God it's not Traylon Burks. Please do not let him get in Andy Reid's offense. That that would be just a nightmare for for NFL franchises. It's a nightmare. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about? We will be back. Uh, we're going to have another podcast later this week anyways or early next week. So, I don't think so, man. I mean, it, it's been been a wild week of NFL. It's been trades. so wild that, you, that we can't watch film. Every time you, you try to turn on film, oh, trade alert. Who's next going to be traded? I mean, I, I don't I honestly. I think don't know I got going. traded at one point this week. I'm on the trade block right now. I could be gone in 30 minutes. So you're listening <laughs> to this. I might be on a brand new team. <laughs> Devin might be popping up on a new podcast next week. I traded him for draft considerations. That's something. 
Some of them I mean, hey, than, hey, more than some of these teams are getting. More than some of these teams are getting. And you know what? <clears throat> Devin, Cowboys. It, it, if, I, if I put you up on the trade block, Devin, I'd be getting multiple firsts. Best in the business. That's what the going rate is. Hey, uh, recoup the value you got to get, man. Do what you got to do to to build a, a franchise winner. Anyways, that's going to do it for today. As always, you can find me on Twitter at Mike H underscore draft. Find Devin on Twitter at Real D underscore Jackson. Follow the show on Twitter at Big Shots Pod. Follow our work at Blue Chip Scouting. Follow Blue Chip Scouting at Blue Chip Scout. And we'll see y'all on Monday. I want to thank our friends over at Jersey House for sponsoring today's show. No one likes paying full price for jerseys. And thanks to Jersey House, you don't have to anymore. Jersey House has all your needs covered, whether you want an NFL, NBA, NHL, MLB, or college jersey, or if you want a jersey for the European football, they've got it all. They also do custom jerseys and are always looking to add more players to their vast catalog. Head on over to jerseyhouse.ca and use the code BIGSHOTS to save 15% off your next order and help give back to the podcast. They ship anywhere in the world, and Devin and myself swear by their products. That's jerseyhouse.ca and the promo code BIGSHOTS for 15%.